I believe when we became fathers, we took on the responsibility to assist them to grow. In this episode, you'll hear Scott, a technical lead for healthcare technology management, and Alan, a health systems engineer, share their journey of fatherhood. I had always known that I wanted to be a father, but we were having some hard times trying to get pregnant and decided to adopt. We started looking at pictures of children, and finally I saw this young boy from South Korea. At the time, he was uh, nine months old. My wife has issues flying, so I flew to South Korea myself, November 2000. And I had actually only changed one diaper prior (laughs) to the trip. My skills were great, but (laughs) I spent a week in Seoul learning the culture. I visited the foster parents along with our soon-to-be son couple of times. At that time, he was 11 months old. And I picked him up and took him to the airport. So we kind of had a little journey between the two of us. It's a 17-hour trip. He only took two half-hour naps, and he never complained. Uh, And I started to think, well, being a father is easy. (laughs) Your major experience with diaper changing began on an airplane. It did. When I flew there, I was able to bring two carry-ons. When I flew back, they only allowed me one. My decision was between a bag with some stuff in it or the diaper bag. Being the good father, I chose the diaper bag. So I'm on the plane going, oh my goodness. I realized at that time that I took all the diapers and didn't place them in the diaper bag. I put them in the other bag. So a 17 hour trip, back, I had no diapers. And so I started to panic. There were other adoptive parents there. So I started talking to them and they were nice enough to give me a couple. Then we adopted a girl, went through the same process. In 2003, April, um, I flew to Seoul again. And when we saw her picture, we just fell in love with her. She was just beautiful. And she was five months old at the time. And so having gone through the process, I thought this is going to be easy, you know, no big deal. I've now been a father for two years. I know everything about it. So I picked her up and on the taxi ride to the airport, everything's good. And then we got into the airport halfway and then she started crying. So we got to the plane with her still crying. The flight takes off. She's still crying. And I had 12 different mothers come up and say, I'll take her. And I said, great, maybe you can do something. (laughs) Please try. Yes, exactly. Here's this confidence all gone. Uh And I'm now panicking. And so all 12 of those ladies that tried came back and said, we can't do anything here. (laughs) You can have her back. And I finally figured out how to get her to be quiet, calm her down. And that was to walk. So for 17 hours, I walked on a plane. And there's not a lot of places to go on a plane. She would fall asleep at times. And then I'd slowly get in back into my seat. And she'd wake up and start screaming again. Bad call, Dad. Yeah. It was like, oh, I don't know. It was really a stressful time. 
we landed in Minneapolis, and I went up to my family, and I said, here, you take her. I've got to sleep. My wife and I, we have three kids currently, and we have one more on the way due in the beginning of May. So excited to have number four. Our oldest is nine, and then we have a six-year-old and a three-year-old. Two girls are the oldest, and then youngest is a boy and another boy coming. We did have a little bit of a struggle. It took a long time and nothing happened and then had some miscarriages. And there's been so many people put in our path that we feel like really have helped us become parents and helped parent our kids. It takes a village. I think it really does for us. And we've been really grateful to have amazing people um, put in our path. So tell me about working, work and parenting. How did you balance that? We both were active in our children's lives, and I coached baseball, football, later becoming uh, an unofficial photographer for the high school kids. I was allowed to adjust my schedule so I could make those times with the family. I feel I've been blessed with mail as an enterprise, and my managers, coworkers, they afforded me the time and the freedom to be such a big part of our children's lives and as well as my wife. Now I'm seeing it from the perspective of, you know, being the technical lead now and seeing younger people going through the same process. Just having that ability to be able to participate in our children's lives has been really big because you know, the kids see that, and that's a very important to them. They want their parents there. Hmm. And so I'm very grateful for those that have allowed us to do that. Neat. And you and your wife, if you're both working full-time, I'm sure there were times where, you know what, I'm not going to be home tonight, or I'm going to be late. What about you? Oh, I'm going to be late, too. Tell me, yep. tell me how you and your wife worked through those home duties together grandma and grandpa were able to help out when we couldn't make it and then we had friends that that would help and like you said the village it's important to have others in your lives it makes life easier for you and it's better for them to experience other people in the social network to do it by ourselves it would have been extremely difficult but we both work together my wife i have to give as much credit as possible to her she is a harder worker than me. She doesn't have a full-time paying job. She's our full-time wife and mom. I take a break from eight to five every day and she's just full-time from 6 a.m. to to whatever time. When we were first married, we thought we'd like to have that situation where I work and she is with the kids during the day and it's worked out really well. So I really appreciate what she does in, in keeping the house sane. I've recently transitioned from working on site to working at home. It's turned out really well. It's been almost a year now and kind of getting used to it. And there's a lot that I really love about it. I just have to give a lot of credit to my other coworkers too, for being really patient and kind of giving grace to everybody in this new time, because sometimes there's background noise and, oh, I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean for you to hear that. I. One funny story, when we first started working from home, I was leading a meeting and 
talking about something. I'm sure it was super important. My desk is down in our playroom. My oldest daughter had come downstairs and she was doing her chore for the day. I think it was cleaning the bathroom. And my three-year-old son had followed her in there and suddenly heard, mom, Thomas has the plunger. And everybody on the meeting heard the same thing. And it was the doctor on the meeting who said, "Um, Alan, do you need to pause the meeting so you can go rescue the plunger? Everybody laughed. It was a great moment, but it really meant a lot to me that it was the doctor on the meeting who understood that, hey, we're in a new situation. This Things are going to happen that are a little bit funny. Just embrace it. I feel like Mayo has a, a culture of putting family first and making sure that your home life is good so that you can do good work at work. So the plunger, it was rescued. Oh <laughs> Everything my. worked out, but... <laughs> you define success as a parent? Having seen your children grow and become caring, intelligent individuals that can contribute in a positive way to society, that's just incredible, that feeling. Mm -hmm. Uh, The stages of growth, seeing your children change through their accomplishments. Success as a parent, at some level, I'm just like, I hope they don't go to jail. If they don't go to jail, I, I did an okay job. But, okay. but really, the things that you mentioned too, I, are my kids kind? Are they willing to help other people? That's really what we would like our kids to grow up to be. And, and being smart and being successful, those can, yeah, I can take them or leave them, but are they nice people? And do they treat others well? I learn from my kids so much more than probably they learn from me. Sure. I'm feel the most important thing that we can do as fathers is to support our children in whatever capacity we possess. People always say that just being there, which is a big thing, but it's easy to say. And it's, I think, harder to do when we start going through a daily process. It's very important to spend that time with your children. We all have abilities and gifts. And any way we can use those to help our children grow and hopefully learn from us in a positive aspect, to me, that is big. It's easy to get distracted by daily duties and responsibilities, both personally and job-related, but your family should always be first. Males afforded us that time, and we're very grateful. That's great advice. I'll pass on some advice that I heard from somebody else. If it's possible, make your hobbies your children. Do as much as you can with them. Or if you have other hobbies, include them. The time is going to be pretty short and you'll look back and they'll be out of the house. And any time that you spent with them will be worth it. If you're a dad, just focusing on being a good example, acting the way that you would like them to act, I think has been the best advice that I've received. Dad jokes. What does a nosy pepper do? It gets a jalapeno business. Ah, there we go. If nobody laughs, you know it's a good dad joke. What has your journey been to parenthood? Share in the comments below or with a colleague.